0: And I don't have sunglasses either uh, or do I? oh yeah do I where are they oh there's so many things you know the stupid thing about this car <laughs> so uh, uh, uh okay I better start at the beginning Pinkies we are driving the new to me 2020 Tesla Model 3 uh rear wheel drive standard range plus it's called So uh, that's the car that we just bought about uh, 16 hours ago and for the 16 hours that it's been in my garage, uh, it doesn't close very well, get in there, there you go, that was me closing the glove box, this car has not stopped um, uh, fuzzing and buzzing and whizzing and whirring. like i it's this, there's some motor in this car a fan or a pump that just appears to run constantly 24 hours a day they even say it's kind of cold it's kind of hot in here i think i should see if i can figure out how to turn on the bloody air conditioning okay give me just give me some flow and that's, uh, the other thing is i can't so everything is done through this screen Let's bring that down to 16, see if it'll (coughs) be cool enough. Feet and face. Yes, good. Um, Everything is done through this one screen. Oh, I don't want that. Uh, Now go away. There you go. Um, There's no... This is... You know, it's a nice looking car from the outside. It's it's pleasant to look at. It, you know, teardrop shape. This model, Tesla Model 3, it's the smaller sedan version of Tesla's. The larger car is the, the Model S. But this is the Model 3. Uh, Rear wheel drive. It has a 54 kilowatt hour battery and 122 kilowatt engine or motor rear rear drive motor which I believe is the equivalent of 270 horsepower if you want if you prefer that and I don't remember what it is in Newton meters probably people might like to know the Newton meters especially if you're in Australia let me see if I know not sure that I know Yes, I don't know. Um, So uh, could it be three hundred and fifty newton meters? Does that sound about right? Um, And or is that three hundred and fifty torques? I think it's about three hundred and fifty torques. Disc brakes all around, and um, yeah. So those are some of the stats. And the tires are a 19-inch tire, a two thirty-five R forty, so it's a fairly low-profile profile tire. And the manufacturer is Falcon F A L K E N Falcon Tire, uh, which I believe is a Chinese manufacturer, which makes sense. Um, and uh, they're an all it's an all-season tire with. Uh, the mud and snow so they handle I mean they grip really well uh, in the dry right now Um, so I'm rather impressed with the tire I'm no I'm not I'm surprised by the tire (laughs) Uh, but it's doing a good job on the dry so uh, I guess I am impressed by the tire but as soon as they wear out they're getting thrown in the bin well, here's the other thing, Pinkies. Usually when I buy a new car or I get my hands on a car to test drive, I do what I call the first drive. And I usually do a, 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 an enhanced podcast that shows pictures of the things that I'm talking about. This, Unfortunately, I can only do an enhanced podcast when I edit my show on a Mac. And I don't have a Mac anymore. My Mac died. My Apple Mac uh, laptop Is dead. So I can't do an enhanced podcast. Uh, So my apologies for that. Um, Oh, there goes the seat again and the steering wheel. Oh, goodness me. Um, So uh, they say in the book don't leave your Tesla unplugged for long periods of time because it uses about 1% of battery per day. So if you're going away on a vacation for a month, you can be pretty much guaranteed that you're gonna reduce your your charge by 30%. And don't let it go below 20, because if it goes below 20, then nothing's gonna, you're gonna be at a real problem. Let's talk about the interior of this car. I know it sounds like there's a lot of things I don't like about this car. (laughs) Uh, There's nothing in this, this is the most bland, boring interior I have ever seen except it looks pretty good. Um, it's this car is a it's white in color on the outside a white pearl coat it's a lovely color you know little flecks of pearl. Oh, it's a, it's a, pearl, Pearls are such nice colors so it's a white pearl. The interior is white leather seats uh, with some white accents on the doors and it's, so it's basically black and white inside but there's nothing interesting here to look at. It's all very clean lines. So, you know, that's a design choice. I, I, I can respect that. It it's, certainly is unique and um, striking, but it's also really boring. And there's no buttons. I have window buttons. I have a couple of buttons on my steering wheel, which are not labeled because they do different things, these buttons, depending on what you're doing. And then I have a blinker with some wiper wiper controls on it, um, limited wiper controls, and then a, a shift, a gear shift for reverse, neutral, and drive and park. Everything else is done through this laptop stuck to the dash. And yeah, I really have not ever really been a fan of having to do everything on the la- on a screen. Touching the screen to do every bloody goddamn thing. So, uh, I'm going to now let's show. I'm going to, you can talk to this car. I'm going to try to get my navigation up. Display navigation. No, No response. Display navigation map. Display navigation. There she goes. Okay, good. So, um, what's it saying here? When am I going to arrive? I can't, of course, I can't read the screen. The other thing is the sun shines on this screen and makes it basically unreadable. (sighs) So, (laughs) we better start driving this car before I, okay, yeah. Oh, you didn't put it in drive, you dingbat, it's saying to me. Now, I have my mirrors folded in to park. I wonder if the mirrors are going to automatically fold out. Um. In the limited experience I have had driving this car, it does drive very nicely. So, uh. Except it's very noisy. Um. Very noisy road noise. A lot of road noise in this car. So, um. like listen I'm only doing 40 kilometers an hour at 25 miles per hour and can you hear the road noise in this thing and the mirrors have still not folded out so that's kind of bizarre the BMW okay let's crank this thing I got a fast mover coming towards me let's see what we can get going here come on car there go the mirrors around 50 kilometers an hour oh it's a nice pickup it's got very good steering feel, like really great turn in and I'm going to have to secure my the, the items in my cabin because I'm going to wring this sucker out. But did you hear, you can hear wind noise, you know wind noise, this it seems like a lot of wind noise to me and road noise and I'm on a brand new paved road at the moment. The other odd thing is the steering wheel feels so small. The steering wheel is very, very tiny in this car. Uh, it just it doesn't seem proportional to me. I love that regenerative braking. Oh, there goes my gizmo there. Uh, seatbelt's locking up on me. Okay. i to make sure you can still... Oh my god. Sunglasses are falling off my head. My god, pinkies. I'm a mess. Okay. Are we still recording? We're still recording. All right. I wonder if I can find a place, oh, we're going to go this way. So let's put some effort into this, see if we can induce any understeer. Wow, no understeer, that's pretty good. That was an 80 kilometer, 90 degree corner there, uh, 50 miles an hour. It's very impressive. This car almost handles better than my Porsche. (laughs) It's it, it, and it, it, what's remarkable about it is that the weight distribution is so good in this car front to back because you got all these heavy, heavy batteries um, that line from all the way from the front all the way to the back, right? You just get this giant plate, uh, a big box of batteries underneath your seat. So, so, the weight distribution is good. And this is a low car, you have a low center of gravity. Uh, it's a it's a long longer long wheelbase like not hugely long but uh, as a general rule it's a long wheelbase and uh, so it really seems to handle really lovely I'm doing ninety five kilometers an hour oh okay, yeah we've got some great corners coming up here some very scary corners here. To the left or hander, we go 90 kilometers an hour. Oh yeah, it just feels lovely. And then tight. boom oh, don't hit the don't hit the dirt face. The There's a bit of weight weight hitting the front outside wheel. That feels pretty good. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. 104 here we go. Oh wow. This car is so much fun. <laughs> Through the dirt. <coughs> And, uh, oh, it handles just cool, so well. <laughs> oh, I just can't believe how well this car handles. You never, I never thought that Elon Musk would be able to build a proper car. Now, apparently, they have these performance models, too, which are just amazing. And just such a smooth acceleration. You're going to get up to some good highway speed here. I'm on the freeway now. don't know what kind of energy burn I'm you doing here. So let's get up to 115. So now I'll do 120. Now can I turn on my cruise control? Cruise control 120. So the car is driving on cruise and where's my energy consumption? Let's look at the energy. Here we go. So what have I got? So here I am driving along straight on a, on a recently brand new paved road. I hear a lot of wind noise. I hear a, a, somewhat, a little bit of tire noise. Um, so I don't know, is this bad or not? It's just more than I would have expected. So um, now. Why did you buy a Tesla, Faye, when you said you'd never buy a Tesla? And how come it's not all-wheel drive? Well, here's the situation. In order for uh, me to buy the Polestar, uh, which is an $80,000 car, I would have had to sell my Porsche. And it was really not sitting well with me to sell that Porsche. (laughs) Although, this car's pretty fun, though. (laughs) because uh, I really felt I really wanted to keep that, that engine and the all-wheel drive and just the, the, just the fun of driving that Porsche 911. It's just such a good car to drive. So it's so much fun and it's, you know, it's a little quirky and it's grumbly and it's just a real man sort of a visceral I'm a man, I can drive a sports car you know, re- you really get to just reef on that car into corners and oh, it's just so much fun to drive I really didn't want to give up that, all, all of those things for uh, you know, what is what is generally to be considered an everyday driver uh, you know, like a commuter car, a good um, uh, uh, fuel efficient, <clears throat> for want of a better word, um, car that can drive on the highway a long way. So, I've got to get in front of this, uh, this trucker here. So, 130, 130 kilometers. Because I thought buying, buying the electric car would put us into a vehicle that was, you know, just a plain Jane, boring kind of a, kind of a uh, commuter type car, which is really what we were looking for. Um, so I, I, my thought was that if I have to give up that Porsche, then I want a super good Electric car with all-wheel drive for winter driving and all that kind of stuff. Well, now you're lo- so you're looking at eighty thousand dollars. So in order to preserve my Porsche, I found this Tesla for sale here in my town. The car's getting a little nervous on this corner in cruise control. That's that's a little unsettling. Um, uh, so I found a cheaper car. Uh, that allowed me to not have to sell, so I could afford it, I did not have to sell the uh, uh, the Porsche in order to afford this car. So that's why it's a rear wheel drive. It's a year, it's a one year old or year and a half old, a 2020 model. And it's, uh, so somebody else took the depreciation hit on it for me. And um, now how do I reduce my speed? Speed. There we go. Using this wheel here. Let's bring it down to 100. So I'm just using a little button on the wheel, <coughs> like a scroll wheel, like you have on your mouse, to reduce my speed to 100. Uh, we're going to be coming up to a 60 kilometer. Now, this car is driving, and I don't know if it sees the car that's in front of me and if it's going to slow down. I have yet to learn all of these features. Um, So, I'm going to, so, yeah, coming into town here, I'm going to slow down a bit. Alright. So the car is, does, the car is slowing down for the cars that are going slower in front of me. Um, And this car does have a lot of, has a, a, a number of auto drive features. It does not have the full autonomous drive. You can't, have it, you can't put a destination in and have it drive you the entire way Uh, but it will apparently do what it's doing now slow down um, when you're in cruise control so what I would call adaptive cruise control and it also has uh, lane keeping and uh, automatic steering so it'll steer, I haven't turned that on yet there I just did now so this is a good experiment, kind of Appears to be. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of lot. There's a lot of steering inputs happening. It's kind of wavering around on the road. Not quite entirely sure. Oh, it's creepy. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, I don't like it at all. <laughs> oh, and it's really, really is uh, aggressive. If a car, oh, it's weird. Oh, I don't know if I like it. Okay, so now the cruise control wants to ramp right back up to 120 and I'm in a 60 zone. So, uh, but it is, is it steering? Oh no, I've taken, it's not steering anymore. Oh, because I disabled the cruise control. Okay. So sorry to put you through all this learning curve that I'm going through here. (laughs) Ah, my goodness. Uh, Anyway, so uh, maybe I'll just drive the car for a little while and I'll come back to you a a little later after I've goofed around a bit because this is basically the first time I've driven the car for longer than 10 minutes. Um, I sat in my garage while the car was charging and... uh, you know, I spent hours in the couple of two or three hours in the car trying to figure out how everything works. There's a huge learning curve with this stupid laptop on the on the dash here. Uh, it's gonna have it's gonna have to impress me to to grow on me here. Now I I can I believe I can tap. Oh no! How do you do? There's, there's my cruise control on. Let's go for. So the car's driving again. Okay, I'm going to goof around with this and I'll come back after a bit. So I've been goofing around with this car. It does some rather unsettling things when you have the the auto is called auto steer where the car will steer for you and do keep itself in the lane. It is uh, it, it, it it hunts around trying to find the center of the road the lane uh, if you're you're in cruise control right so the car is, is setting driving at a set speed and in really tighter corners more severe corners it gets nervous and slows right down like and, and aggressively slows down uh, and then the other thing is when you're in a corner and you have like a bunch of semi-trucks coming the opposite direction it's driving very close to the center line of the road and it's very unsettling and you come into a corner and you got a semi-truck who's coming around the corner and you feel like is this car going to turn the corner or drive into the semi-truck that's headed straight for me so it's very unsettling the other thing Even when it's on simple cruise, just where you just say, please drive the car at 100 kilometers an hour, 60 miles an hour, it will, it also gets nervous and in, like, as you go around a corner, it gets nervous and, uh, will slow, will do some sort of emergency slow down braking thing. And, uh, and the other thing that just happened is I'm on a two lane, you know, double lane, uh coming upon a, a slow truck driver going up the hill a slow trucker alex <clears throat> and the and there's a lane i got a lane open on the other side and i'm just asking the car just do, do just drive at 100 for me please and it sees the big truck as i'm entering into the other lane to get around the truck and it gets freaked out and slows down so I don't know, this is a cruise this car is just too wacky. So, doesn't sound like I like this car very much. <laughs> Does it? Oh uh, my goodness. Uh, so, so far, uh, and then I was, the other thing I was trying to do, I wanted to <clears throat> look at the map, I put in a destination here, I wanted to look at a map um, to see when I'm going to be arriving at my destination, and um, I couldn't find it because I was doing a bunch of other stuff. So it just builds, it just opens windows on top of windows, on top of windows, and uh, it will not. uh, It's just like I kept asking, "Show me the navigation," and it would put up a different navigation window. Oh, it's it's just. The learning, the learning curve here is crazy. So live and learn, I guess. Now I thought I put in this destination. Now obviously I did not put the destination in properly um, because it's telling me to turn around and go the other way. So uh, listen, this is uh, this is uh, my my first. Part one. There's probably going to be quite a bit more on this car before I am just about at my destination. So I'm going to stop talking for a bit here. But before I do that, I just want to say congratulations to Casey in Denver on the purchase of his new. I'm presuming it's probably a 2022 Chevrolet, uh, well, pickup truck. What is it? Uh, what would the, your truck be? Uh, Silverado? Is it a Silverado KC? with the 6.6 liter v8 diesel engine and a 10 speed it's the Duramax diesel engine and the 10 speed transmission. It's a three-quarter ton uh, 20 uh, 2500 heavy duty 2500 chevy pickup truck so KC my First recommendation to you is to learn about your turbo and turbo temperatures. And do not overheat your turbo. Like The, the worst thing you can do for your new diesel engine or old diesel engine is to put it under a, a high stress load. Uh, get, the, get the turbo super duper hot and then turn the engine off. So if you live at the top of a really long hill, um, or you just finished towing your twelve thousand RV trailer, <laughs> um, you want to make sure you get your uh, your temperatures, your turbo temperature down to um, uh, below four hundred degrees uh, Fahrenheit. So if you want to know, I, I encourage you to do some research. What are these parking lots. This thing's dinging at me saying you're going to hit a car. I'm in a parking lot. I'm not going to park here. I'm going to go find a different spot. I don't want to be near any other cars today. Um, not in my brand new Tesla. Um, so, do some research. Uh, I had to actually buy a different, an aftermarket gauge cluster, basically, so that I could. Um, figure out, uh, so I could monitor my my temperatures and the engine exhaust gas temperatures coming out of, oh I see, I, I'm, I'm driving around in circles in this parking lot, like the nip, trying to find the best parking spot, <laughs> I don't like that one, oh my god, there's too many cars here, Um. Here's, here's an end spot. I found myself an end spot. We have to also experiment with the self-parking features on this car too. Park. So, Casey, figure out your figure out what your recommendations are in your manual. They probably won't be in your manual about uh, how to ensure that you don't roast your turbo. Because if you overheat your turbo and then you turn your truck off, the cooling system does not ad- typically does not adequately cool the turbo, which gets up to like twelve hundred degrees Fahrenheit or higher. And then you turn that off and the bearings, there's bearings in there, they require oil to to the oil to, to be cool. And if you turn off your hot turbo and you don't have oil circulating through through the bearings in your turbo, you're gonna roast your your turbo and it cost you $7,000 to replace a turbo. Um, so if you want me to talk more about turbo temperatures, Casey, you send me an email <laughs> uh, to podcast at com and say, Faye, please talk ad nauseum about turbo temperatures. <laughs> and I will tell you everything you need to know. All right. This show is part of the pride 48 network. Uh, of, of LGBTQ and LGBTQ-friendly podcasts, you can find more LGBTQ-friendly pr- podcasts at pride48.com. I'm the Faye Driver. Podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. Uh, and I probably have much more to say about this car. <laughs> um, so far, I'm 60-40 I'm on this car. Uh, maybe 70-30. Um, it, it really drives really well some of the other things are a bit wonky we'll talk more about it thanks for listening